We're back on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon. Yeah, buddy. And back in the studio after a long time, Miss Laura Russell. Good morning to you, Laura. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, Laura. Hey, yes. Mason. Hey, Rob. Nice to see you both. Hey, y'all. If you go to MoondogShow.com, you can still see we still got Laura Russell pictures up there. Yeah, from she's when in she the was studio, here, too. When she was here every single week. Yeah, I, I figured that she'd probably feel bad if I just cut her out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which, you know I didn't like I those pictures. Which I could do. I could easily just cut yeah, her out of that one and get back to it. Do it. on the end. Do yeah, it. I might have to do that. I yeah. Might, just because... Or we should just have Laura come in more often. Well, that's not up to uh, me. I told Laura she I told Laura she can come in whenever she wants, and it's been like five months. And well, I've been gone a lot, but you know we have a great thing to talk about, and I invited our friend Wade Bartholomew. Wade Bartholomew, good morning to you, Wade. Howdy, howdy. Thanks for having me. Yes, and we're going to talk UFOs because Wade's been in one. You was abducted. He, he was abducted uh, many many years ago. Yeah, we he can't was go that not. Far. Adopted, no, not but. abducted. Okay. Well, Laura, we explain what and why you wanted to come on the show today. So Wade can explain. Um, we we went to a presentation at the library, South and Haven it library? was yes, and it was directed by the Mufon Group. Mufon. And what does that stand for? Um, not Michigan, but it's Mutual UFO Network, and I think it's worldwide. It is. Mm-hmm. 40 countries. They they do a lot in Michigan, but they do all over the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what do they do? So they investigate claims of UFOs. Now, they can take 90% of them and wipe them out right away. Sure. Um, but there's that 10% that they investigate and uh, try to clear up what they see. Yeah. So, so do they fight our government, too, to get some of those uh, records released that they're uh, hiding from us? They're very involved in that, but um, I don't think they fight them. Well, you have to fight them because they won't give you anything if you don't. Well, but they release some of that information. Through fights. Right, through fights, but I don't <laughs> know that MUFON... Well, I, I guess they probably they're, they're were. Pro- they're probably like the biggest involved. one involved in that, I would guess, because, well, what other ones are there out there? I mean, then the other is like the SETI group, which is the search for extraterrestrial. That's what the, one of the only other ones that I know of. This, right. This sounded like it was like, you know, Project Blue Book. Mm-hmm. It was kind of mm-hmm. like directed after Project Blue Book. Um, so I wouldn't say they're a bunch of weirdos. They're, they're pretty oh, no. straightforward well, guys. Right. Um, well, we, I mean, we did see a couple weirdos down well, there. Well, of course, there's, there's <laughs> UFOs and aliens are going to was attract it, a few weirdos. Was for sure. anyone wearing a tinfoil hat there at the no, library? No, no. Just but Laura. They, <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a very fashionable one. No, I did not. But they did shut down uh, a man, and I I recognized him from coming into Nemo's years ago. And he was always into UFOs and, and drawing a bunch of stuff. But... Um, Wade and I kind of looked at each other like he was definitely trying to make this about the government and shutting it down, which they do, but um, it was way above this group. So they shut him up? His question didn't make any sense, in my opinion. It was strange. And he and they said, we are more of a grassroots organization. We're not involved with the government. So we are not equipped to answer your question, is how they shut him down. 
and they they did four stories mm-hmm. um one of them in general i think it's one to talk about it was up in the sault saint marie back in 1952 and it was uh they were protecting the sioux locks and this was during the korean war and uh what i found interesting about this in my story um they saw this object on radar in uh, a jet at that time flew to this object and it immediately went 50 miles out in Lake Superior, they uh-huh. said. So this jet pursued this object on radar, and on radar they came together and disappeared on radar, and to this day that jet is missing in action. What? The yes. jet disappeared too? Yes. Both of them, they like collided, and, and both of them disappeared. And the family didn't get anything other than missing in action, um, so the MUFON group showed a picture of this plaque that they they put up and they put in there that these men lost their lives pursuing a UFO, which I found really interesting. And that was like 1952, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then the next one they went to was? The Air Force Base up north of uh, Mount Pleasant. And uh, they said they actually had atomic bombs at this military base. In Michigan, and uh, well, that's what they say. Is they say that the uh, the and I'm just gonna go with aliens, or maybe they're even uh, time travelers, people that have traveled back. You know, there's talk about them living at the center of the Earth. There's talk about them coming from outer reaches of space, and you'd never. I mean, there's so many stories, and the thing is, is they they always chalk that up to conspiracies when there, someone sees oh that's a conspiracy it's not real blah 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 but what we're finding out with most things such as like uh hunter's laptop it's real he had and, to take and, it to a yeah. political he had to. I had to. we're going back to the ufo damn government <laughs> but anyway um they do go to areas that have um who the aliens or the yeah, MUFAN? or both because we find I'll go later but the aliens like the next story Wade tell them about that with what they the government was protecting the same one yes with the atomic bomb yes it sounded like they just flew above this this air force base and they didn't know what it was um and that's about as far as it went at that point wasn't it right and then they went to the college Another story, the mm. third story. What college? Central Michigan University, because they said Fair it was State University. So there was told- kind of a weird one. It it was during the daylight. It mm-hmm. sounded like, but it, they actually had a UFO land next to this woman's college, and there was. And it was like in the baseball field, it. and a hundred mm-hmm. people seen it. And then when the police would go there, and they would pull by the baseball field, this spaceship would turn off all the lights and the, and they couldn't see it so the police are like okay we've seen something and now it's gone it cloaked yeah mm-hmm. and what they couldn't debug was a hundred people seen this so what you know, college so. was this at do you remember oh, i can't remember do you no yeah go to MUFON. 
And you can look it up. Okay, I want to know. You said that they dismissed ninety percent of these claims. What are those ninety percent? Like, what are they? Weather balloons. Weather balloons. Yeah, swamp gas. gas. And in yeah. at that college, remember they were trying to dismiss it as swamp gas, mm-hmm. and they're like, no. Uh, Starlink is one big thing. Um, you know the balloons that they would light. You know. Um, oh no, the the, the Chinese balloons. The lanterns. Oh, you know, the Chinese that was a lanterns. They had them back in back. No, then? Oh, they were saying they now. will have spikes in like sightings, sightings yeah. and stuff. So there was um, the Chinese lanterns. They got we're gonna have to take a break here, and we can talk more about these uh, uh, UFOs. Drones. Yes, and drones that are mistaken. And then uh, disbunked or debunked as actual uh, not UFO. So we'll be back on Robert's Moondog Show with more UFO talk in just a minute. All right. If you still haven't seen the award-winning documentary film House of David, Life Everlasting, and can't find it in the theaters, then here's your chance. Go to hodfilm.com and watch it on pay-per-view. It's simple. At the top of the homepage, click on the video link. For all members of our listening audience, use this promo code for a 25% discount. Ready? Here it is. Moondog. That's it. Moondog. So go to hodfilm.com, click on the link, and enjoy the House of David, Life Everlasting, wherever you are right now. Hey there, it's Scott from Country House Furniture here. We are having a banner year and our store has been restocked and everything is on sale and specially marked for you, our great customers. Sofas, love seats, recliners, washers, dryers, ranges, refrigerators, mattress sets by Tempur-Pedic, Therapeutic, and Sealy, all at unbelievable savings. Stop by a Country House Furniture today at 08337 M140 Highway, right next to the new Senior Center in South Haven. And as always, we finance. Hope to see you soon. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Robert's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon, Laura Russell, and Wade Bartholomew here in the studio, and we're talking uh, UFOs, and we're going to go back to what you're talking about with some uh, normal things that people mistake as UFOs, but... You know, they always, they do talk a lot about that, uh, these UFOs, and if there are aliens out there, that they're kind of hovering around uh, our nuclear installations and places like that. Right. So i kind of wondering in, if there's like a whole lot more uh, sightings over in the Russia area these days, considering we've been threatened with nuclear war a couple times. If, you know, are, do they have the power to stop it? Would they stop it? Will they stop it if it were to happen? Because I think, I, I actually think the ones that are here want this earth at some point and are going to colonize it so they don't want it blown up and uh, radioactive. I think you might be right. One thing I've always thought and Wade and I have talked about before is I think it's the Great Lakes. Why do we see mm-hmm. so many around southwest Michigan? Palisades. Yeah, the well, nuclear that power too. plant. And that they still too. say there's that there's probably uh, UFOs and aliens that go into our water here in Lake Michigan because it's so deep. Mm-hmm. Well, they talked about that in the, the March 8th incident. Yeah, March 8th. Back in 1994. Yes. Um, so that was the, one of the biggest. Um, the Netflix series, Unsolved Mysteries, actually 
posted an episode called uh, Something in the Sky, and they talked about this as well. And uh, that was one of the most, probably Michigan's biggest UFO eyewitness. Back Have in you seen that, Mason? No, I ain't never seen a UFO. Okay, well, no, you have. We have, it's all, it's but all, we we all have because we've all seen something that's unidentified to us, at least at the moment, right? But you haven't seen that series, the no, uh, uh-uh. it's it's very so interesting. So where did it happen at? So it started from um, north of Holland. It sounded like yeah, Muskegon, all the way through Allegan County, and then South Haven, even, and then some counts down in Berrien County. But the most interesting part of it is they contacted the Weather Service. And they actually picked up all these objects on radar, and they went in the end. They went over Lake Michigan in the only open water body that wasn't frozen at the time because it was during the winter time, mm-hmm. which was quite interesting. Back in the day in '94, I had, of course, we owned Nemo's then, and I had two employees that seen it, and then Lindy Beep, a friend of ours, Lindy seen Beep. it. <laughs> Does, she have, know, a, does she have a swear word well, for her last no, name? No, but I shouldn't. I, you know, I didn't ask her Lindy if DeVries. I could. Yes, I didn't right. ask her if I could use her I'm name. Not, I'm not going to ask, and I used it. Danny and her seen it, mm-hmm. and then they went home and told Mike, and Mike made T-shirts mm-hmm. and the alien shirts, and in Captain Nemo's, we had, like, the alien burger and the alien Sunday. Kind of hard to tell that story without using her last name. It, it is. Yeah. Little Oscars made the shirts, but... Um, it was a big thing, so I suggest that everyone should go watch that special. It's but, on Netflix, mm-hmm. Unexplained Mysteries, is that what it is? Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries. Something yeah. in the Sky episode. And when we went to this um, presentation at the library, another friend of ours that wanted to be with us couldn't join today because of Christmas um programming their kids are yeah. in, in, in that's uh, early early in the morning for oh those early early well they have to get ready and they have to get their costumes together but um martin supers um take on what he's seen and wade and i take our take on it many years apart it's it's interesting so you all saw it we've all seen something at different times I seen it much younger. I was probably only like it was late sixties. Then Martin seen it in the late nineties. Yeah, because like. he was like a junior in high school. And the year you seen your sighting was two thousand nine. Yeah, and it was all in the South Haven, Bangor, Pullman area. Mm-hmm. Well, are you gonna tell us about the similarities? Wade, Wade you tell your story. Okay, so back in two thousand nine, um, I was working at this place called Michigan Biodiesel. We made biodiesel fuel. Um, out of like corn. Out of soybeans. Oh, interesting. Um, in the end, they went bankrupt. But uh, so my story starts. I was loading trucks out back that day, and it was probably like eight a.m. And I was walking down towards the loading dock, and there was this. There's a railroad track and then a cornfield, and when I was staring across the cornfield, there was this round sphere sitting just above the trees, and uh, I just stopped and stared at this this sphere. Now, the, what's interesting about this? It didn't move one inch. It didn't glow. It didn't. It didn't have no lights on it. Nothing of that sort. But this thing didn't move, and I just stared at it. 
Now, I was loading a truck at that time, so the guy was like, hey, what are you doing? And I kept staring at this object. And uh, I'm like, dude, have you ever seen a UFO? And he's walking towards me. And uh, he's like, dude, you, you're crazy. What are you looking did at? Did he not see it? He did not see it. He, he, oh. he wasn't drinking the bio. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I would say but after, was okay. he looking in that area? No. I, okay. No. He was off in he some was other just area. like, what are you doing? Right. Um, so finally, I said it to him like three times, like, hey, have you ever seen a UFO? Well, I looked at him and I'm like, you son of a bitch, look. And when I looked back at this object, it was completely gone. And at that moment, I'm like, yeah, I, I, what the hell did I see? I must be nuts. So we go back and we start loading this truck. And then I'd say two minutes went by at the tops. And uh, we started hearing all this, this roaring noise. And we're just looking around like, what the hell's going on? This is where the abduction takes place. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, no. the railroad tracks are right there. And three black fighter jets came up these railroad tracks. And when I mean low, I'm talking telephone pole, half the size of a telephone pole. Whoa. That's how low these jets were. And they were like U.S. military fighter jets, or don't you know? So uh, you guys all know what the color of a stealth bomber looks like, that grayish. Mm -hmm. um, that's the color of these, these fighter jets. Now two of them went straight across that cornfield, and when I mean low, they were almost setting the corn down. That's how low they were. When they reached that tree line where this object was, they went up and over the trees to the exact spot I've seen that object. Mm. So you think this is the U.S. government chasing the UFO, or was it another yes. UFO? We, we chase them all the time. They, they were definitely chasing it, um, in my opinion. Now, this third one uh, went right past us and climbed straight above our heads probably 200 feet in the air and just circled right above our heads for like 10 minutes flying as slow as it could go so they were looking for something they were scanning you guys thinking you might be the aliens <laughs> so then i really freaked out i'm like holy cow i've seen something like yeah and even the guy was like oh my god wait i've never seen this in my life yeah. like it's just it's just on? not the biodiesel that i drink now you can drink biodiesel can't you isn't it organic yeah. and you can drink mm -hmm. it I do believe you can. I, I, I've never I don't think done I, that, I would, but, but I, I think you can drink it's, that it's not going to kill you. It's like you. French fry grease. But uh, what's interesting about it, it was daytime. The black jets, I've never seen black jets ever. Uh, even if you try to look one up, you ain't, you're not going to see one. Um, but in my opinion, they were flying low enough to try to sneak up on this object. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, well, before you have to hold okay. that thought because it's time for another question. commercial, they're just flying Wait, by. Maybe you should have her ask the question and that'll be the teaser. All right, ask the question. Okay, so you could hear the jets. Could you hear the object? Oh, uh, tune yeah. in right after well, these yeah. messages to find out the answer on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. Yeah, Rob Bird's Moondog Show. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Rob Bird's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. 
Hi, Nicole Galata here with Galata Imagery, your South Haven local photographer. Specializing in family and wedding photography, I also photograph engagement, maternity, seniors, and so much more. Find me on Facebook and Instagram or on my website at galataimagery.com. You're listening to Rob Bird's Moondog Show on WCSY-FM, South Haven. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon. Yeah, buddy. Wade Bartholomew and Laura Russell here in the studio talking UFOs and personal experiences and being who I am. I don't remember what that last question was. The last so, Mason, question, could you uh, fill us in, please? Laura asked Wade if he heard the whirring of the... He did say he heard whirring, but was the whirring the jets that were chasing, or did you hear the actual spaceship? This object that I've seen didn't make any noise. It didn't move. You one, said it one didn't inch. move, but then it disappeared. It vanished. Well, well, we when had you, one when it, you turned back, it was gone. Yeah, when I looked away and looked back, it was gone. Yeah. So I kicked myself to this day but, that I looked away but from the side with <laughs> with no noise. No noise. And one specific detail of this object, the only thing I can describe it as, if you ever broke a thermometer in a drop of mercury, that's what this looked like, the color of it. They look like liquid mercury. Hmm. So that's kind of what I remember because when I seen it, I was probably at, at my guess, my oldest would be 10, 11 years old. And my cousin was driving down 66 and 16th Avenue. That's where I grew up. And she's like, what is that? And we look off to the right and there's an object. And she's like, what is that? And we stopped the car, and my cousin Mike's in the back, and, and my cousin Gail's two young kids are in the back seat also. I'm in the passenger side. And we're looking at it, and she said, I'm going to go get your dad. So from where we seen the object on the right of us and my dad's house, it's not like a quarter of a mile more than that. So when she says, I'm going to go get your dad, all of a sudden this object just went and landed on the left-hand side of my dad's house. Like on the ground? No, in the air, but to the left-hand side of the house. And what I remember, there was no sound, but it was super fast. And we pulled in the driveway and we're like, oh my gosh, it's right there. So my thought is, my dad's house could have been five miles, could have been 10 miles from where we were. How did that thing know where we were going? Well, because you had already been abducted by then. <laughs> Wait, so what year do you think this was? Oh, gosh. Like the 1970s? It was the, it, yeah, it was like... 68, 69. Okay, so yeah, now you look at muscle cars from 1968, 69, they look a lot different than sports cars from 2009, and you leave us to think that they did not upgrade their spaceships from all those years, and it's still the same one? No, no, I don't think it's the same one, but what I'm, what, because Wade would say, what did it look like, what, you know, how many lights, the thing I remember the most is that how fast it moved and there was no sound. That's what freaked me out. And how did it know where we were going? And the laws of physics say it has to make noise if it's going through the air, right? Because cause it's moving air around it. 
Unless right. you would you would think so, but I'll, I'm gonna say this too. I had one where I was standing on my front porch and it it looked like an airplane going over, but there was no sound. I mean, it looked like a, a, a jetliner airplane. It was low and going real slow, but there was no sound at all. So so you did see this something? Was, I was, didn't think you th- did. This was during the day. No, this it, I I thought I saw a plane, but he probably saw a paper airplane. Those don't make noise. But when you see what, what when you see what looks like a jet airliner. That is flying without sound and flying way lower than you've ever seen it before. Maybe it was maybe it was like a shape shifting. From what from know. what I've seen, uh, a lot of the photos you see are you know a standard. Shape, it was kind shape of a of dome, a yeah. yeah, with a, with a dome on top. You mm-hmm. know, from what I've seen, it, it they do not have that. And from my you know what I can say about it, even at nighttime, I don't think you'd see this object. I think it it ref, is reflective, or it sucks in all light. Sure. That you're not gonna. See. I mean, there there uh, there's chances that it's an organic vehicle there that they're in. We also talked to another man at the library, and he said his sister was chasing um, a lightning storm, and she was taking pictures. And the picture that she got, he said. Um, that Paula, that is not lightning. Look, it's a, a object, and he thought that it was in trouble because he said it looks almost like lightning or fire coming from this thing. And I yeah, he claims to have a real photo of it. And UFO. I said I would love to see that picture. So the next time when we get Martin, by then we'll have this picture. Well, I've got a picture of the UFO. Remember the one we saw two summers ago out in uh, Yellowstone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We actually seen something. i never seen a picture of that. Well, it was strange because it was just a, a object. It was just light. And it, like you said, Wade, it just stayed there. And we had just hiked up this mountain and stuff. It was gorgeous in Montana. And we're looking at, looking at it. People are like, what are you looking at? And, and Rob's like, it's a UFO. And, and a lot of people, they're like, I think you're right. And it, yeah, it was just a pinprick in the sky, but it did not move. Clouds in front of it. I mean, all the clouds are going by, but it did not move forever. And then we drove. Probably we, like a half hour at Yeah, least. and then we drove and kept going. And when we'd come back around the mountain and we'd get around the other side, you could see it still sitting there. But it was such a, it was just a little pinprick. And it wasn't like dusk. It wasn't like it's, it's a, the middle of the, the day. North Star. Or, you know, it wasn't anything. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and, and really the color of it, I'd say it was white like a cloud. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it was just a pinprick. It wasn't shaped like anything. It was just a dot. And it was way out there and didn't move at all. It didn't get higher. didn't go to the uh, east or west. It didn't go lower. It just sat in one spot. And we were coming from, what, what's the name of that city? Was it Gardner? Yeah, um, I can't. Yeah, Gardner or something like that, and, uh, and, and Mammoth you know, Falls. Or, so we were going around the mountain and down and and around. It, w- it still stayed there. Wow. Um, so how did you two meet, Wade and Laura? So Wade worked for me at Nemo's forever. You started what? You were fourteen, fifteen years old. Legally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might have been a little before. That. 
Maybe, oh, you know. Child labor yeah, law. Yeah. Well, you know, back then it was All different. All the ice cream you want, kid. Yeah, yeah. We definitely paid him, but, you know, he was probably 14 when he started. I think I was riding a bicycle in the alleyway. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, he said, was hey, a, hey, boy, you want to wash dishes? Yeah. He was a, <laughs> yes, uh, ma'am, I do. My nephew's friend, and we're like, hey, you know, are you busy? Come here. Come wash these dishes. Yeah. So I've known Wade for a long time, and I know that he tells the truth, and I know his mom, I know his parents, and he isn't making this up. So, but when did you two discover that you both had UFO sightings? Oh, not too long ago, really. Right. Well, Wade, when did you start your UFO? So I started a group called uh, Southwest Michigan UFO Sightings. Well, you Um, best give out that information so our listeners can uh, join you. The reason I started it, um, so the TikTok videos, um, the TikTok videos that the, um, the Navy has put out saying, oh, we... We got these on photo on mm-hmm. video, so I'm like, all right. Well, I've seen three jets chasing this object. What if these guys have got to be about retired by now? Because that was, you know, 13 years ago. Right. What if these guys come out and say, "Hey, we've been chasing UFOs." You know? Some of them have. So some of them have. And one one thing I forgot to say: the size of the object I seen. If you were looking at the moon at nighttime, straight up, you know how it's kind of small. I would put that the size of the object I've seen. So it wasn't tiny, um, but it was quite big. Yeah. But well, not. how do you know it wasn't well, the moon? That, that, your question doesn't work there because we have to go. <laughs> Again? Not, yeah, it, it's our time, and it's our last w- time with you. We're going to do three segments, and I've got to still talk to them, and it's Let's Talk Real Estate time coming up real soon. Right. Yeah, so with all that being said, I want to say thank you to Wade Bartholomew and, of course, Laura Russell for so coming Wade to the studio. So Wade has to tell us how he can, people can join his group. Well, yeah, please, let's do Just that. Just on Facebook, Southwest Michigan UFO Sightings. There you go. We'll be back on Robert's Moondog Show.